to the Josh Terry podcast. Uh, I'm not going to put the sponsors on the this one, the local sponsors. All those corporate ones can still run, but I'm not going to. I'm going to get petty. So, if y'all know anything about me, you can't come at me. And certain people can't. I always tell y'all all the time, hey, leave your comment section alone. Don't pay attention to it. All that shit and everything. But this is one of them situations to where it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Somebody tried to attack a friendship of mine this morning for no fucking reason and tell them what a bad, bad person I was. That I was just going to try to sleep with them and all this kind of shit and everything when I've never slept with this other person. Not to say at one point in time I wouldn't have got drunk and looked at their Instagram and thought that was the person I was going to get to fuck, but then seen them in person and be like, eh, that's a fucking lie. I got catfished, and my whiskey dick even knows better. Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, actually, it'll be part of a lot of the point that we're fixing to make here. Look, if I'm nice to you and I don't like you, leave me the fuck alone. I know how to just leave a situation alone. How to not to have to address something. How to just stay the fuck away from a situation. If I don't like you, I don't have to be respect disrespectful to you. I don't have to talk shit about you behind your back. Honestly, if I don't like you, I'm probably just oblivious to your existence. I don't need to know anything that you're doing or anything like that. Well, there happens to be a female that is a musician. That is not far from me. And... I don't know what has happened. The first time this person was on the show, and by the way, I'm not going to say their name. Uh, if the shoe fits, fucking wear it, all I can tell you. The first time that this person was ever around me at the studio, and they had done some shows when I first started, uh, I told them that I thought that they were a complete bitch, and I told them that on the show. And, and But I was like, okay, maybe you're not in person. Maybe you're not going to be a complete bitch in person. But the little bit I've been around you, hadn't heard very good things, and it seems like everybody's got a negative story about you. But I'm all about finding out for myself. Okay. All about finding out for my fucking self. Well, I've found out. And I found out fucking two years ago almost, and I've just left the situation alone. I've only been around this person one time since then. And uh, it was not by my choice when I was around them, but even then... Just didn't really speak to them. I think I made one bad joke towards them, but they said some slick shit to me, and boy, you're not going to say some slick shit to me and me not go at that head. I, I'm telling you, 
Don't don't piss me off and try to talk shit with me. I will hurt every one of your feelings. I will find your insecurity and I will bust it wide the fuck open and I will attack it. That is where my insecurities shine through right there is I have to make you hurt as bad as I hurt. That's just what it is. But this person, for no reason this morning, messaged one of my friends that I'm very close with. It's like a little fucking sister to me that I literally would do anything in the world for because I love them to death. And this person had the balls to say, hey, be careful around Josh. He's just going to try to sleep with you. He's just going to use you. Fuck you. First off, that girl feels safer with me than she does anybody. I would never try to sleep with this person. Not only do I respect her and love her like a little sister, she's almost like a fucking other kid to me. Literally. Like, I've took her and Gracie to eat, and they act the same. She's like another child to me. Okay? I would fight anybody over this bitch. Not because, like, I want to marry or sleep with her or anything like that. It's because I literally value that relationship with her and love what we have. She calls me unk. And for you to just throw your fucking nose in the middle of a situation, god damn. What a miserable bitch you must be. I just don't understand why you did it. And then, and then I texted said person and was like, hey, did you say this to Lily? And that person never messaged me back. And that was about two, three hours ago. So since that person had enough balls to talk about me to somebody else but not message me, guess what? You're going to get the fucking king now, and you're going to get him on fucking 10. You must not remember. For all those who never knew me back in the day when all this shit first started with me, when the bearded bastard, it wasn't just ass and tits on my social media. It was me taking people and roasting them and putting them in their fucking place. It was me standing up for law enforcement officers, military, for everybody that I respected, all first responders and all this type of shit. But we used to do this thing when people would get out of line and not know their fucking place, and it was roasting them. And I am very fucking good at it. I am very good at telling you why you're a piece of shit. So, what I've decided to do for the next little bit is have a little drama, have a little fun. And I try to stay away from drama. But if you're going to talk shit about me, I'm going to talk shit about you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read y'all my Facebook post that I made a while ago. And I'm going to break it down a little bit more. Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit more insight, a little bit more info into why I fucking hate somebody. You know what? Hate's a strong word. I very much dislike this person. But if you're going to come for me, you're going to get it. So this is the Facebook post. It amazes me how one shitty person that tries to do music, tries to do music, y'all like that, what a fucking dickhead I am. She's not horrible, and I'll give credit what credit's due. The girl don't sound that bad, but she's not memorable, and that's what I said in the post. She's not horrible, but definitely isn't memorable. She will go out of her way and message my friends and tell them how shitty of a person I am. Then I think about it, and I remember that every musician that has ever worked with this person, and I don't know every one of them, of course, but I know a lot of people, and even since I made this post, I've had... Four different people that have worked with this person. Even though I did not say their name, they knew exactly who the fuck I was talking about. Message me and start telling me stories about them. 
And this isn't even the people that had originally told me stories about this person. So anyway, let me get back to this. Then I think about it and I remember that every musician that has ever worked with this person says what an entitled bitch they are. And it hits me. They're just jealous of where I'm at in my career and where they're never going to be. The fact of that is, and I'm not saying this person won't ever succeed, I'm saying they're never going to succeed in the way that they fucking treat people now. The way that they try to put others down to lift themselves up. Just because you can't see the mountaintop where I'm standing at don't mean you won't reach there one day, but you can't fucking start chopping the mountain in half and think that, oh, I'm just going to reach your level by bringing you down. That's not how it fucking works. You have to earn it. You have to be good to people. You have to do things the right way. You don't have to be an entitled cunt. And then back to the post. What's crazy is that this person made some ugly comments today. Literally, this morning, Thursday morning. And we have not spoke or had any interaction in an extremely long time. That means one thing. You're watching me close, darling. Thank you for those views. They pay the bills around here. Last time I saw this person was when it was still cold outside. So I remember I was sitting around a fire with a bunch of my friends. I was at a writer's retreat, and I got lucky enough to be invited with some of these amazing people to go hang out, drink, have a good time. Some of my real good friends from Nashville were down here. I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about when you're on a writer's retreat or you're hanging out with actual songwriters. They don't try to outshine each other. Everybody at a writer's retreat, they're all trying to work together. They're, no one's trying to show the other one up. No one's trying to perform Whitney Houston vocals, Mariah Carey vocals. No, nobody's trying to just go fucking ham with it because they're professionals. They're all trying to just write songs, show off their songs, and just have fun with their friends, especially when nobody's watching, when there's not a crowd or nobody there to see the performance or whatever, when it's just friends. Nobody's trying to fucking sing to a stadium, if that makes sense. Everybody's just... It's like your inside voice, is guess what I'll say, I would say. When you go outside, you're loud as fuck. But when you're inside, you know, you got your inside voice. I think singers, songwriters, when they're around each other and they're just having fun, they're just using their inside voice. And this person, first off, when you got 10 people sitting around a fire and everybody's songwriters besides me, or singers besides me, and everybody's playing their originals and they're having fun or whatever, don't be the person that's like, oh, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sing a song that is not mine, and then I'm going to build it. I'm going to build it and try to show my vocals off to everybody. Everybody was laughing at this person because you got a bunch of professionals and you got a person that says that they're a professional and they're acting like a fucking child. Like you're going to get a fucking trophy or a CMA by just trying to up show people at a fucking bonfire and writer's retreat. Well, that was bad enough as it is. But then this is where it gets real cringy. If you're listening to this, I'm going to give you some advice. When another singer, songwriter is singing their song or they're singing a sing-along with the group or whatever, don't be the person that's trying to be the background singer to out-sing the lead singer. 
This person was trying their best to show off their vocal ability. And let me go ahead and tell you, I'm not going to say the artist that was sitting next to me, the female artist, because I don't want anybody's name thrown in this besides me. I'm going to throw Lee Tucker in this bitch in a minute, but he don't give a fuck. There's a female artist that's sitting right there next to, to me and Tuck. And if this girl wanted to open her mouth, this woman wanted to open her mouth and out sing the loud, obnoxious, entitled, rude cunt that was sitting there across from us, if she would have wanted to outsing you, oh, baby, she could outsung circles around your fucking ass. You're lucky they didn't give you a musical ass whooping. Don't think that you're better than you are. Humble your fucking self. Especially when they're singing their originals that sound better than the covers you're trying to do. All right, so let's get back to the post. If y'all can't tell, this gassed me up this morning. This pissed me off so fucking bad because I've gone out of my way to keep my, like, to not be a fucking dickhead to this person. And they just want to, they just want to be a cunt for no reason. So I'm going to show them King Cunt. <laughs> so before you put my name back in your mouth, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. First, stop photoshopping your pictures so fucking much. We've seen you in person. We know what the fuck you look like. You're not an ugly woman. No one's going to say that you're an ugly woman. But you can't try to make yourself look like something that you're not, then go perform in front of people. That is the dumbest fucking thing. Like, I shouldn't have to hold my phone up and look at your Instagram while you're singing and try to figure out what the fuck's going on here. Janis Joplin was the ugliest person to ever live. And I would have paid any amount of money to see her at a concert if she was still alive. Looks don't matter that much if you're talented. If you're talented, if you're different, if you're special, it doesn't matter. Like, it literally doesn't matter. I shit you not. Someone else, a fucking bar owner, as I'm sitting here at 1.03 p.m., just messaged me. And they said, it sounds like so-and-so. This isn't just me. This isn't just me. You're the fucking problem. If I'm the fucking problem, somebody can tell me. But the fact that a producer, bandmates, people that have been around you while you've been playing shows, other musicians, other artists, now a managing bar owner not owner, a managing, somebody who books the shows and everything and has seen you play, messages me and says, is this so-and-so as I'm sitting here and I check my phone? You're the fucking problem. You might think everybody's out to get you, everybody's against you or whatever the fuck you want to think it is. No, you're fake as fuck and you're just not a nice person. God, that makes me happy. Literally. Phone is blowing up with people without me saying your name. They know exactly the fuck you are. Ugh. Second point I wanted to make. Back to the post. Maybe if you want to grow in music, you should stop being rude and an entitled bitch. Every chance you get, be humble and realize you ain't shit yet. I'm not saying you wouldn't ever be successful, honestly. I think you got some talent. I don't think you're the most talented person. But I'm also ruined by my friends in Nashville that are super fucking talented. And I'll tell you this right here. This is why women musicians are going to hate you. It's not your fucking appearance. I just had on Farron Rachels, who's a fucking monster, 
who's got a new song coming out tomorrow, y'all, please, 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 please go pre-save it now and download it tomorrow. It's an amazing fucking song. Um, you guys, the women that have done this show, they all talk about the struggle living in Nashville trying to fucking make a name for themselves because it's almost a boys club. That's why I love showing off the badass women on this show that do their own thing, that are good people. Now, when you get somebody that is a total fucking bitch and rude to everybody and entitled, you make it harder for those other women to be taken serious. You make it fucking harder for those women that's got way more talent than you do, that are way better people than you do, to get booked at certain places. I believe me and Farron talked about it on the show about how it's harder for women to get booked. And it's because of dealing with with fucking entitled brats. That is why I fucking despise you. You shouldn't have fucking said anything to my friend today. Because I feel like I'm fitting to go even harder in just a minute. Ugh, back to the post. Third. This one might be the most important. You should stop talking about people that can actually help your career. And before you have a... Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Like I said, you should stop talking shit about people that actually help your career. I am not someone that is going to blow an artist up. I am someone that's going to help promote an artist. That is a reason why people want to do my show. They see the ratings. They see the success. They know that you can help me as much as I can help you. Okay? That's a wonderful thing for all of us to work together for a common goal of everybody succeeding. You don't seem to understand that. You don't seem to understand. You don't bite the hand that can fucking feed you. You don't have very much of a social media following. If you were a nice person, you could go on trips with us. You could be around people that have millions of followers. You let somebody like a Macy or a Demps or let's say Damaris that's been on the show. There's a lot other ones. Those just come to mind because they've actually shared my friend's music and stuff. You let them share your shit one time, all of a sudden, you've got another 10,000 people that follow you, another 20,000 people that follow you. All of a sudden, your social media starts blowing up and it gives you a better opportunity to succeed. But guess what? You're a bitch. So you don't get those opportunities because you don't know how to be fucking nice. You want to think that already you're Stevie fucking Nicks. Baby, you ain't never going to be Stevie fucking Nicks. And I hate to tell you this. If Stevie fucking Nicks ever met you, she'd probably tell you to go fuck yourself. Most of these female artists are going to tell you to go fuck yourself because you're making it harder on them. The fact that I'm making a whole ass show about you and not saying your name. But it's shoe fits where if y'all know what I'm talking about, then you know. You, you're never going to make it being that way. And I hope some of the stuff that I'm saying to you, I hope you don't think I'm just bashing you. I think you're young enough that you can change. Maybe you can get out of your old, you're not an old dog yet like me. Maybe you can learn some new tricks. Start off with being fucking nice and genuine and not thinking that you're special because you're not special. I'm not special. Most of the musicians that I know are so fucking humble that they know they're not special. I feel like you think if you go play 
a fucking little dive bar that you're supposed to have a goddamn tour bus, a rider. You're supposed to have all this shit already, and you ain't never going to fucking make it on one, darling, with that fucking attitude. That fake it till you make it shit only works if you got a good fucking personality and that you're super fucking talented. You're talented. You ain't super fucking talented. You damn sure don't have a good personality from all the messages that I'm getting. It shouldn't have been that obvious. It should not have been that obvious by the post that I'm sitting here reading to you guys who this person was. And the fact that so many people knew is fucking mind-blowing. It just shows you have not been good to people. All right, let's get back to the post. Where's it at? All right. And before you make a smart-ass comment to me, the episodes you were on have been pulled. And then I put in parentheses or whatever quotation. No one listened to them anyway. They didn't. You've been on a couple episodes. I pulled them all down before I did this. That way nobody could go back and look it up. Uh, I, mainly because I don't want your name associated with this show ever fucking again. Let's see. And if you... Let's see. Here we go. And if you keep this up, I'll drop your name next time. And then I'll have people from the first New Year's Eve show. First New Year's Eve party, excuse me. In 2020, we did a New Year's Eve party. This person came. And do a show and tell the world how you wouldn't post a picture with a young man who has cerebral palsy and sing him a song. So this is where I'm going to be a complete honest with y'all and I'm also going to be a bitch at the same time this is why I turned my back on this person and not fucked with this person for almost two years it's very simple there's a young man that is like a fucking hero to me that I idolize that has cerebral palsy I'm not going to say his name either if he wants to come on here he'll be here this weekend for the two year anniversary show if he wants to bring it up that's on him but he's one of the ones that messaged me a while ago too because he still thinks it's fucked up. And he knew exactly what we was talking about. So this said person, this mean-ass country music singer, she would not... I think she took a picture with him on her phone, if, I'm, if I remember right, but then would never post it or send it to the boy. Then, at the same point in time... He asked her, and I, he had already asked me to ask her before she ever got here, because he's an actual fan. This is how you know somebody's a fucking bitch. This person is a fan of yours. He thinks you're attractive. He wanted to get a picture with you, and then he wanted you to just sing a song for him. Look, oh boy, he's had it hard his entire life, but he's always, he's always came through. He's such a badass. Hey, that's why I idolize this kid. And when you was like, I don't have, I can't play guitar, I can't sing you a song. Okay, that's one thing. I get that. If nobody else was here to sing or play guitar with you. But this is where Tucker's coming into play. It's where I'm going to bring him up. Lee Tucker, who's just as big of an asshole as I am, who's more of a straight shooter than I am, who probably dislikes this person just as much, if not more, than I do because of how entitled they are. Lee Tucker says, hey, you pick a song and I'll play it for you. Lee Tucker doesn't like this person, but he loves 
the young man with cerebral palsy so much and idolizes him just as much as I do that he says to this bitch, pick a song, give me a second to learn it, and I'll play it and we'll sing him a couple songs. For Lee Tucker to do that, not only did it show how big his heart was and how much he could put his pride aside and everything, it shows that he knew what mattered in the situation. He wanted to make that young man who has cerebral palsy, wanted to make him happy, wanted to give him something, wanted to give him a fucking moment that he would remember. And this person refused. Person refused. And they were like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. She was probably going to a fucking dick appointment. It actually, I think I remember us having the conversation. She had to go meet somebody. Let me tell you something. If you think that you running off or whatever is more important than making that young man smile, you're a fucking bitch from hell. And you don't deserve any kind of success. That's what pissed me off. That is what made me stop talking to this person. That is what made me to where if I ever saw him again, I was just not going to speak to him. That's what happened at the bonfire at the riders retreat earlier this year. I just didn't speak to him until they said something smart-ass to me, and I wish Lee Tucker will remember. I wish he was here. Whatever they said to me, as soon as they said it, I had to come back, and it shuddered a fuck up. It was funny, whatever I said. I just wish I could remember. I think me and Lee actually talked about it on the show, but I don't remember. Um, okay, let's go. Let's get back to the part. But I'm just saying, when you have, if you're an artist, or you know what, fuck just being an artist. If you're a person, and you have the opportunity to make someone that has had a hard life, that has a disease, that has a disability, that is less fortunate than you, if you have the fucking opportunity to make them feel better about themselves, you fucking do it. You stop what you're doing. You just say, I don't care. If you're running late for something, you say, I'm already whatever. At fucking 2 o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was, you could have put off doing whatever the fuck you were doing to make that young man happy. You have the your fucking priorities. That evening were so fucked up. You could have made... That because it wouldn't have mattered nothing to you, but it could have meant the world to that young man with that disability. It, it could have fucking meant everything to him. But you don't see shit that way. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. So I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna inconvenience myself. Fuck you. Alright, so let's keep going with this. Um uh, yeah, I just told y'all that story. If you keep running your mouth. I'm going to get hardcore. This is probably me being hardcore. I'm petty, and I've worked too damn hard for someone like you to try and ruin my name. I can do that shit all by myself. That's God's honest truth. I'm not going to have a problem sticking my foot in my fucking mouth. I'm actually pretty good at it. But if anybody's going to ruin my career, it's going to be me. If anybody's going to ruin my relationship with my friends, it's going to be me. If anybody's going to fucking make somebody not talk to me again, it's going to be me. It damn sure ain't going to be you. And the fact that you just did it out of the blue for no fucking reason, God, just shows how fucking miserable you must be. All right. This is your last warning. 
And that's where the post was going to end, but I decided to keep going with it. This is your last warning, because next time, I'm dropping your fucking name. Next time, I'm going for that fucking head. If you come for the king, you're going to get the crown shoved up your fucking ass. Then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? There was this one time I did, I think, a video. I had brought some people to help this person with a video because they couldn't get nobody to come be in their video. Not many, anyway. I don't think I brought many myself, to be honest with you. I think I might brought four or five people. Um, anyway, we shot at the Crazy Bull. And somewhere along those lines, I made a joke about Michael J. Fox having Parkinson's disease. And you know what? I stand by that joke. It was fucking funny. Also, what every one of y'all need to understand if you're listening to me right now, is I make a lot of inappropriate jokes. I don't mean it in a hateful way. Family Guy has made Michael J. Fox jokes. Uh, a lot of big-name comedians have made those jokes because we don't make them in a hateful fucking way. You know why we do them? Because it's something that exists. It's something that you can talk about. The way that you make a situation less hurtful is you take the stigma, you take the taboo, you take the power away from people actually picking on that shit. If Michael J. Fox was to walk in here right now, I would tell him to his face that I've made that joke. The same way, the same way that the young man with cerebral palsy has told a joke on this show several times about him walking into Walmart and him making a joke about himself and how the way he walks. People that are different, people that have disabilities, they don't want to be treated any different. They don't want your fucking sympathy. They don't want your handouts. They don't want you to treat them any fucking different than you treat your best friend. If I'm going to talk shit to my best friend and that's my love language, well, then you goddamn right I'm going to do it to somebody else because I don't want them to feel any fucking different. I've also... I've also made Holocaust jokes. I've been known to do a racism or two on this show. If you uh, if you heard a little bit of the show that we did in Panama, my new phrase is when I'm kind of being racist is I'm going to do a racism. Or that was kind of a racism. I think it's funny. Because everybody that's around me knows I'm not racist. That's why I can make those jokes. If I was a racist, you can't make those jokes. You shouldn't feel comfortable making those jokes. And people should fucking persecute you for doing it if you actually have hate in your heart and you're a racist. I'm not a fucking racist. That's why I can make them fucking jokes. I'm invited to the barbecue, motherfuckers. I could go deeper with that, but I'm not. I just know that with the African-American community... My ass is fucking solid. And the fact that I tell them, you pick on me just as hard as I pick on you. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what Richard Pryor used to do. Eddie Murphy, fucking Chappelle, Rogan, Segura, Bill Burr. That's what all these people have realized. That if you say shit and you don't mean it in a hateful way, it's just a fucking joke. So take a joke. See what else I do. I made a lot of gay and lesbian jokes on here too. Everybody knows that I call the transsexuals transformers. I call the ones that look really good Optimus Fine. Some of them could trick me probably if I drank too much in a bar. I say it all the time. I compliment them. They're beautiful. I also think that people that are different should be allowed to live their fucking life as long as you're not pushing your shit on me. Because I'm not going to push my shit on you. 
If anybody ends up wanting to talk to me about my faith or my sexuality or whatever or my beliefs, then yeah, that's fine. You asked for it. And you'll get my real response. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit for you. I'm also not going to ask someone to explain to me why they feel a certain way they feel. They want to do some shit, let them do some shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm happy for them. I want everybody to be happy. That's my main thing. So I want everybody in life to be happy. Don't push your shit on me. I won't push my shit on you. We will have a mutual respect for each other that we are different. And let's just live happily ever after in the same big fucking world that we got to share. That's all I give a fuck about. Let's see. Yeah, I go back to this. I make a lot of those jokes that some people find inappropriate. But you know what? I do it in my own way. And I don't mean it hateful, harmful, hurtful, whatever. It comes from a place of love when I talk shit to people that are different than me. And I hope when I do talk shit to them, I hope they talk shit right back. Because that's how I communicate. That is my love language. I wasn't made for soft, weak, or insecure people. If you don't like what I do, don't listen. But at the end of the day, I'm good to people. I I shit you not. Another musician... Another musician literally just popped up on my phone and said, you must be talking about this person. God, I'm glad it ain't fucking just me. Boy, you came for the wrong one. You're lucky your name ain't getting dropped right now. That's like seven people. Seven people. That ever since I made this post, knew that something was about you. That is how fucking mean, disrespectful, ugly, rude, and entitled you have been to people. If the shoe fits, fucking wear it. God, yes. That means I was supposed to do this show today. That means I was supposed to do it. And if you don't think that I could fuck you and call several different bars or make a post about you and then share each one of these screenshots, because these dudes wouldn't give a shit. Some of these women wouldn't give a shit if I shared their screenshot because you've been so disrespectful and mean to them. I dare you to come at me. I fucking dare you. Whatever little career you thought you was going to have, baby, we'll take it. We will take it and I will wipe my ass with it. Let's see. I wasn't made for soft, weak, or insecure people. If you don't like what I do, don't listen. But at the end of the day, I am good to people and I help those in need. And that shows off in my career. Maybe you should fucking try it. Uh, just want you to remember that. I just want you to remember that before you come at me and before you say another word to my friends about me, there's a reason why I'm succeeding and you're not. I also remember when me and a certain uh, creator were having a little bit of drama between the two of us. You wanted to poke your fucking nose in it. Don't think I forgot that. Don't think I forgot that. There was no reason for you to poke your nose in it. Why would you stick your nose in something that ain't your situation? Because you want people to dislike me because they don't like you. Look, difference between me and you, I'm just as big as a cunt as you are. I'm just as mean. I'm just as petty. I'm just of all these things. But I don't treat people that don't deserve it that way. When I am going to treat somebody that way is in one of these situations. So you brought this upon yourself. 
You brought that post upon yourself. You brought almost 10 people already in an hour's time since I made that post telling me more stories about you. You don't have a fucking leg to stand on, but yet you still want to try to chop me down. You want to chop me down so I will be eye level with you. I hate to tell you, darling, that shit ain't happening. You can't fuck with me. And if you do fuck with me, the next show will be everybody from that New Year's. Everybody that is messaging me right now. I will let them share their shitty story about you. I will. And you know what? Maybe I'm the only one that says their name. Your name. But you know what? Because this is what somebody's going to message me. If you do that, we're going to sue you. You can't sue me for the fucking truth. You can't sue me for that. You can try. That's just called fucking preaching the gospel, baby. You, you ain't got a fucking leg to stand on. So this is your last warning. Keep my name out your mouth. Leave me the fuck alone. Because if you don't, boy, howdy. I will go above and beyond to make sure you don't get a show booked again. I will see your name on a flyer somewhere. And I will call that venue. And I will share with them all that I know. And then I'll share with them where my show is ranked in the state of Georgia and in the world. Top 1%. Number one show in Georgia. Senate resolution in my name. I'm in the history books of Georgia now. If you didn't know all this. Over 2 million listeners. Uh, Even with cutting your episodes out, I'm still 300 episodes deep. And that's all within two years. I'm not the one you want to fuck with. Because I can throw those numbers out to them. I can send them that Senate resolution. This official document from the Senate. I will send whatever bar that. And be like, look, if you think I'm full of shit and you think I'm lying, let me show you a little evidence. And then I'll screenshot every one of these messages and send to that bar owner. Because that's one good thing about my job now. Oh, I can, I can call anybody that owns a bar around here. And I'll be like, look, if you'll kick her off the bill... I'll get one of my buddies from Nashville to come down and I'll pay the difference. And I'll bring a fucking crowd with me now. Just to prove a fucking point. So, I hope you've learned your lesson. I hope you don't fuck with me anymore. I also hope that you realize that you need to be a better person to all the people that you work with. All the musicians, all the bar owners, all the the staff of the events or whatever. I hope you just learn to be a better person because I do want to see you succeed. But I want to see you succeed in the right way. You don't get to act the way you do ever. There are people that have sold 100 million records, 100 million downloads or whatever, and they still don't act the way that you do. You have no reason to except you got it in your head that you're more special than you are. You're not fucking special. But neither am I. And neither are the people that end up being successful. None of us think that we're special. Because we're not. It can all be taken away from us in the blink of a fucking eye. Keep running your mouth. And there's going to be more than a blink of an eye. We don't do that around here. Folks, I hope y'all enjoyed this. This little tirade. Went 40 minutes of just bitching. But if you always tell 
I don't like certain things, and I'm not going to stand for certain things. So, This has been the Petty Hour with Josh Terry. I love each and every one of y'all. And remember, Saturday, two-year anniversary, Raising Grace Studios. Y'all come out, hang out. promise you, there will be nothing but fucking good people here. Won't be no bullshit like that. Love y'all. See you soon.